Welcome back, everybody, to the Board YouTube channel for Pick and Roll, the NBA betting live stream that goes live every weekday morning at 9.45 a.m. Eastern. A reminder, we are part of the Hammer Betting Network, and we're ready to get into today's episode. It was a very nice day yesterday. We'll recap that a little bit later on, but we do have an NBA free pick on the way for you guys today. Smaller slate, just two games coming up here, but still a pick that we're ready to give out to you guys. So if you're ready to tail, you enjoyed yesterday's winning bets, make sure you guys hit that like button. We got a ton of support in yesterday's stream. We're very much appreciative of that. Let's try to keep it going today. A reminder to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date with all the content that we have here. Yes, we have the pick and roll live streams like this every weekday morning. Myself and Kirk Evans going live today at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time for NBA weekly takeaways and betting as well. Stay tuned for later on today for that. But with that, we're ready to get into the free pick for today's stream. And for that, we are going to the Bucks and the Spurs game because we want to get Giannis and Tentacupa involved on a same game parlay. So we're going to do something similar to what we have done for other plays this season. And that is go for the under on points, but the over on assists. So for minus 115 odds at DraftKings, we're going to take Giannis under 36 and a half points and five plus assists again minus 115 at DraftKings you can find a better price at ESPN bet if that is available in your region but let's go to you Pips talk to us about Giannis and why we're going to go for this play against the Spurs so the last game against the Spurs uh I I watched a lot of bucks this season and I watched that game we had uh Vassell bet and yeah if, if, if first off I just want to start like if you take a look at the at his covering of this line this is 34 line. We are going to take 36. And he's under this line in 17 out of the last 20 games. Two overs against single coverage of Pacers. And that was even in those scenarios, one was only by one point and one by one point against the Orlando Magic. So like he's not covering this line the entire season. Second part, uh, it's a high, pro high likelihood of a blowout in this game. Third part, it's a back-to-back -back game after a very difficult game last night against the Pacers where they lost. And fourth, and the most important thing, last two games against the Pacers, he was double-teamed. He was... They built a wall in front of him and he stayed under uh, points pretty comfortable and gone over-assist pretty comfortable. And that's exactly how the Spurs defended him in the last game. They built a ball in front of him, they connect on the drives, and he they held him to only 11 points, and he had, I think it's a career-high 16 assists in that game. So, uh, sorry, everything... Pip, your, your microphone is uh, staticky again. You may want to switch to your laptop mic while we're on the fly quickly. Yeah, I don't know. We, we checked it before the show. We did. We, I did, don't know. we did check this. We did vet this right before the show. <laughs> so apologies. Yeah. I'll just take a second to your guy. Can I just switch some options? Maybe change just. You're able to to do it in the in the, the streamyard settings as well, Pips. If you want to do it quickly there, but um, yeah, yesterday's game was a one a one forty two to one thirty loss to the to the Pacers. So. A tough game back-to-back -back and a blow-up potential here. Absolutely going to be a factor. But, yeah, take, take continue here. Okay, so uh, the thing is, uh, when they are defending Giannis like these four teams, when they defend Giannis like building a ball or double-teaming him, 
So far this season, he went under this line of the points and he went over the lines of assists pretty comfortable. Last two games are the prime example against the Pacers. Worse defense than the Spurs. Went under the points, pretty comfortable. Over on the assists, pretty comfortable. Last game against the Spurs, they built a wall. They double team him. 11 points in 33 minutes and 16 assists. So we are going here with under points and over assist, and that should be like an easiest. Small slate, but I think this has a great value. If Giannis is playing tonight, it's back to back after a difficult game last night. So yeah, I, I really like this. Uh, and also last game, they're, they're, when Benyama was out. So even without Benyama, their defense probably the worst in the league when Benyama is not playing. And they held him to 11 points. And that's how... Uh, uh, they defended Zion, also kept him under very, very low scoring games from Zion. They kept Yijam under, also by building in front of him. And now it's time for Giannis to again be under. And I'm, like we, we saw on the, on the graphics, he's not covering this line. Uh, even if they, in, 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 in like, his range of the points is 31 to 33, almost every nine, 36 and a half, is a bit high for a blowout game. So yeah, I think we could see Yanis 25 points and like seven or eight assists and maybe even a triple double. Last game he had a triple double and game earlier against the Pacers he had a triple double. So yeah, it's a possibility too. All right, so there is the bet for today for Giannis. Smaller slate, but still a position that Pips is very fond of. Hoping to find another winning bet for the show. So. With that, let's talk about the recap of the previous day's bets. A very nice recap indeed for today. Back in the green on the season with a nice three and one day. Also, a big SGP winner. It's been a while. We started the season started off so hot on Pips's big SGPs. Got into a cold stretch here. Still very profitable on the season. We were, I think, 500 going into yesterday on big SGPs. And when you're getting 3x, 4x your bets on these, like that's some great numbers. But another winning play here. Uh, for the Bucks and Pacers game. We also got a win somehow on Siakam and John Morant. Siakam had a more subdued second half. Foul trouble certainly helped us out. Brunson, unfortunately, just crushed both of his, uh, crushed his assist line, but crushed his points line as well. And Anthony Davis, it's it's nice to it's nice to have a, a hook win for once here. We've had a lot of pretty brutal beats here. So it's nice to put one in the win column, get our hook counter to three and seven on the season. Um, I honestly feel better about winning on the hook rather than just a sweat-free one almost. But uh, first of all, let's talk about the big SGP because that is the big win for the day uh, at plus 290 in the end of MGM. Uh, yeah, ex talk to us about this one. And was the defense just as predicted by from yourself? Yes. Everything completely the same as it was in the game earlier. Almost every player played was exactly the same. It was insane. Even Damian Lillard shot exactly terrible, <laughs> exactly the same like he did in the last game. So last game, he, he scored two buckets in the first minute of the game. He has five points, two of two to start the game. He finished the game three, three from 16. Last night, he started the game two of two in the first two minutes, five points, and then was three of 16 at one point. Or three of or from 15 at one point insane like but interesting yeah they they, they did the same thing on Giannis Giannis had assists he had one less potential assist than the, the last than in the last game 
Brook Lopez got his, Middleton got his. Yeah, everything worked. And Halliburton took over in the fourth, like he always does against these teams. So, yeah, everything went as expected. And that's the thing with this correlated plays. They, when the defensive schemes and the way they are playing are as, exactly as I thought, huge chance of hitting this insane chance. Yeah. Yeah, with these big SGPs, as much as it's like, you know, pe- when people see like a four or five like SGP, it's not like it's just five separate darts here. It's one handicap that factors into every piece of the play, which is why like you tend to go for these. And we and we actually, somebody even asked yesterday, like Brooke, the Brook Lopez line that's involved in this bet is was the exact same as his normal line. But we figured if, if Lopez is going to get this line, they're going to have to play Giannis like this. And all this is going to have to be correlated. So we like that there. Um, I can touch on the Siakam side of this briefly. So John Morant, there was like a brief period we stepped out for injury. But what really helped is that he had a couple of big threes early on in this game, like deep threes you wouldn't normally expect him to hit. And that just kind of gave him the the cushion to have like just a, a, a normal game, getting his, his normal usage, getting the paint. So he covers that. Siakam had a 16-point first half. But then in the second half, cooled off in the third quarter, got in foul trouble in the fourth quarter, and only actually finished with uh, – actually did finish with 24 points in the end, but just a bit of more subdued half. Um, let's talk about the Jalen Brunson side of this. Uh, somebody in the chat mentioned the Bulls. There's a bit of an exception here to the point guard rule against Jalen Brunson. Was this one a bit different than you expected from the Bulls' defense? Uh, yeah, so at some point, Jalen Handel was cooking them. And decided just to go with switching, which is okay. something expected. But uh, for the most part, they were playing exactly as, as expected. So for the most part of the game, Jalen Brunson was guarded one-on-one against the Caruso and was double-teamed on pick-and-rolls. And it was a slow-paced game. Didn't shoot much, not as much as... Wrong, going wrong with handicap. He just made every shot. And it's not that they were layups. They were contested mid-range shots, and he scored eight out of the ten, I think, when we, if I counted well. And if he scores two less, we win. So, yeah, I mean, his expected points were not over our line with the quality of the shots he got. But, yeah, nothing to do there. Sometimes it's like this. I mean, all of our four, three unders we had shot insanely well. Like, Siakam <laughs> was okay, thankfully for the foul trouble, we got there. But he shot, in, he didn't miss anything. And they were all jump, they're all, oh. sorry, not all, a lot of them were jumpers too. Like, he was just yeah. hitting some ridiculous shots. Yesterday. <laughs> that, was, that, that was my handicap. Like, he won't get easy shots inside. He'll need to make jumpers. And he did. So if he yeah. got 36 minutes, he will cover this line and we will lose. But 9 for 14, yeah. If he's 7 for 14, this is no sweat win, even if he gets the good minutes. So, yeah. And some, I will say, I watched first half. He got some so-so 50-50 calls for, for free throws in the first half. I wouldn't call any of these, but... Not saying anything about that, just very efficient game. Branson, very efficient game. And the last part, AD, a very efficient game. So our unders are overachieved and we win two out of the three. So I think we are. Yeah, the, yeah. the AD one, we get a really nice close here. It closed uh, 
at drafting to close under 20 and a half minus 140. A lot of places it didn't move to the 28 and a half, but yeah, he had a this is weird. 80 had a really slow start to the game. Like after the first quarter, it was looking like a, a sweat free win. Then he had a big second quarter, get himself back in it, and then he had a good third mm-hmm. quarter as well. But um, ultimately stays under the line, thankfully, and gives us the nice profitability on the day. So good stuff. Yeah, uh, talk about AD. It's insane. It's insane sometimes when you like when you look at how he scored points in the first half. He scored, I think, when it was out of steel transition two plus one. Then he got the rebound, and they were in bonus twice, and they fouled him, so he got the free throws out of it. And yeah, like when he was guarded by Bema the bio, he couldn't do anything, and they played zone and put three guys inside on him. So the defense on him was very well. But where he scored points is when. At the bio seats, and he was guarded by Kevin Love, and yeah, that, that wasn't good enough at all. But we covered, we won this one, and he did. He played the entire second half, like 24 minutes in the second half for AD, and he still covered this. Like it's, I think we're if he gets 36 minutes, he he's not even close. 36, 38 minutes, he's not even close to covering this. Like he will be like 25 points, no sweat, but. He played 20 minutes in the first half and for uh, 24 in the second, and we still won. So yeah, I think we are we were very good here. Uh, I was about to just wrap up the show here, but we actually got some some live updates courtesy of Shams Trania of the Athletic. Um, I just got this notification, so I wanted to just bring it up on the show here. But Shams reports that there's currently a growing disconnect between Darvin Ham and the Lakers locker room, stemming from disjoint dis- sorry disjointedness around rotation and adjustment. Lakers have lost three in a row, nine of 12. They're now under 500. And I don't know how long the in-season tournament hangover excuse can last for this team. Uh, you obviously were you're just were watching the Lakers because you were just talking about Anthony Davis. So this is a pretty good segue here. Um, what are you sensing is going wrong for the Lakers? And what is the biggest problem with this team? Is it Darvin Ham? Um, I don't think it is. Like maybe some by some part of it, but <laughs> I don't think it is because uh, this team doesn't work. Like if you are a big LeBron fan and you know how amazing he is, and you can see every game LeBron James drives to the rim, everyone collapses. Like <laughs> all foul players collapse, and he kicks out, and they miss a wide open three, and it happens possession after possession after possession. Reddish is not a shooter. Uh, Vanderbilt is not a shooter. Like they miss some shooting on this team, and the guys get a good minutes. Prince looked like only a reliable shooter so far this season. I, I honestly don't know what what is his percentage, but so far what I look yeah 39%. So everyone else is not making any shots this season. Austin Reeves is playing well, but. He's not shooting much that he can be considered as a great shooter. He's put up like three, four threes a game, and that's not making a big change. Yeah, they just can do so much inside. Like they can clog the paint in every game. And when you have AD, non shooter, and LeBron, James driving there, it's very difficult. It's actually insane how good LeBron is playing, considering how poor spacing he has every game. So I think there is more to the roster construction. Than it is to the the Darwin game, and also if we take a just a second, if we take a look at the losses, 
they lost to the Knicks. Uh, they lost to the Wolves. They lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Wolves. They lost to the Pelicans. I mean, they are not better at, than any of these teams. Yeah. So they are not like some like. I mean, losing to well, Miami I mean, Heat at home. There's a loss I mean, to the Bulls and Spurs as well. But yeah, they lost to the Heat as well here. Yeah. Spurs, uh, the Spurs loss was without Anthony Davis. So yeah, that's. He's, he's the best player. I mean, it's the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What you're saying is there's a lot of tough teams in this stretch of games too. Yeah. But the Lakers are yeah. supposed to be a good team. Like you got to beat some of these teams as well. Like they're not necessarily better than these teams, but if yeah, true. if you want to be a contender, which they want to be, like since the in-season tournament, so that that 12 game stretch is since the in-season tournament. They've lost nine games. The only teams they've beaten are the Spurs, the Bulls. And they did beat the Thunder, but they're continuing to lose. Say, oh, and the Hornets they beat as well. Sorry. Yeah. I also say last 15 games are probably the best stretch of AD over the last five years since becoming a Lakers. Um, like he scores 30 points a game, very efficient and playing great defense. It's amazing that they so many lost so many games with AD being so amazing over the last. Yeah, uh, before the the Raptors made the trade for for quickly bear whatever, I, like their shooting was obviously really bad, and it kind of still is. But it always shocked me when I looked at three point stats around the league. The Lakers were always worse than the Raptors. Uh, the Lakers are bottom four in three point percentage this season, bottom two in three point frequency. So it just doesn't cater to LeBron's game. And, and Javon <laughs> mentions they started five power forwards the other day, and I'm looking. They started Vando, Rui, AD, LeBron, and Prince. So yeah, <laughs> five power forwards against the Pelicans. They lost by twenty. <laughs> That's so funny. The yep. GM has had enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, what it's it, what can Darwin really do with this with this group? They can't shoot. The team can't shoot. They can't thrive in the modern NBA. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So that will do it for us today. So brief little chat as we wrap up the show here. Reminder, guys, before we recap the picks for today make sure to recap the pick for today make sure to smash the like button if you're tailing the pick make sure to like if you enjoyed and also subscribe to the channel keep updated all this content if you're in audio form take a minute to rate and review five stars as well but that pick for today is in the bucks and spurs game just a one pick for the small slate but it is a minus 115 sgp at DraftKings. Giannis under 36 and a half points and five plus assists let's try to capitalize after a good day yesterday a three and one day yesterday let's try to make it another winning day today and get us in with some positivity going into tomorrow's end of the week show for friday tune in later today with myself and kirk evans 2 30 p.m eastern time for nba deep dive and analysis weekly takeaways uh we'll talk about that raptors and Knicks trade. we'll talk about some other stuff around the league make sure you tune in hopefully we'll see you there me and my myself and pips we'll be back here same time tomorrow for more from pick and roll 